0: Guys, and welcome to the Unlucky Frog Gaming Podcast. You are joined by one of your usual hosts, Josh Hartley, one of our uh, frequent guest hosts, esteemed Tom Mann, esteemed guests, yes, Tom Mannering, hello, oh. and first time on the podcast,
1: Mister Ewan Bowers, long time listener, long long time listener, first time, first time listener, Listenee. listen. I don't know Is if that's, that's right. That's not right. <laughs> Weak English. Yeah. Weak in English. A little bit. <laughs> How oh, we both
0: doing, gents? Are doing, right? good. doing good, yeah. Very,
1: very good. Very full. Yes. Very full. Cool. We, we, we have
0: just uh, devoured a Chinese... Well, I f- I finished my Chinese anyway. Oh, I-, I bought too much. Yeah. Well, you have the whole munchie box. Yes. I grazed.
1: Yeah, let's not make that public. Away. Josh, <laughs> sorry, I, we can edit this out. Yeah, of course, <laughs> let's, let's, <laughs> edit, <laughs> edit the contents of my stomach out. This won't
0: be edited out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, any,
0: anyway, I'm joined by uh, Tom and you in today because we have just uh, been through to Comic Crazy in Paisley uh, for the pre-release for the new Magic the Gathering set, Corset 2019. Core Set, Sets are back. Corsets uh, yeah. Corsets <laughs> Corsets There we go back. Yeah. Uh, Corsets never left yeah. Corset, Corsets have always How do been think in you to keep this trim figure? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you know Patrons will be interested to know That soon we will be releasing uh, Unlucky Frog branded Corsets oh, So really? there we are there You we heard are it go. here first <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes, That's, that's nice an, an exclusive there oh. uh, so, so we're going to talk about uh, what we got up to at pre release in a moment. But just before we dive into that, has there been any uh, any big news in terms of tabletop? Over so, there? yeah, so one of the,
2: the big uh, announcements that came out on the 5th of this month was that Warhammer uh, 40,000
0: is getting a new Kill Team uh, mm-hmm. release. Another one. Another Kill, one. Kill Team, uh, for those who don't follow Warhammer 40K, is their sort of single squad. Yeah, it's it's kind uh, of
2: skirmish based. It's more narrative. Characters have names, and they have a bit of backstory, <laughs> and they have That's like special abilities. I thought that was Shadow War Armageddon. It's it is, and it isn't. Shadow War Armageddon is like kind of the the soft touch
0: version of Kill Team. It's Kill Team. This is like
1: without being called Kill Team. Yeah,
0: yeah, basically. I think Sha- it was their kind. know of, we're
1: getting Kill Team. Sha-
0: Shadow War felt like we want to re-release Necromunda, but we don't want to call it Necromunda. Oh no! Wait, we've changed our mind. We're just going to do Necromunda as well. Yeah, I think, I that's think the it.
1: response was good enough to Shadow War again that they went, okay, people are interested in specialist games. I think yeah, saying- that's that's I, that
0: without me be like sounding like a dick like I just did that's probably what happened so
2: I think they're they're basically they've seen that there is a, a popularity and a desire for these skirmish games and kill teams's got the branding so mm-hmm. bring it back so yeah that, that's been announced not many details on when it's coming out but there's uh, some cool terrain uh, this is going to be a big feature of it. Mm -hmm. Um, sort of building that sort of three-dimensional board and and having layers to it. Sort of hive. Yeah, Yeah. Um, Yeah. which is really, really cool. Um, They've said, you know, you're going to have characters that level up, they're going to get, like, special abilities... Um, so each character will have their own sort of personality on the battlefield. So not much information at the moment, but what we've seen in the models are, are as always top notch. Yep. Uh, and the new terrain is is beautiful. It kind of it mirrors some of the terrain we've already seen for forty k, but it's got more of kind of a city look to it. Um, okay. So
1: what models have they previewed so far? Uh,
2: mainly the terrain is the big thing. Uh, I think the the rest of the models that they're previewing are just re releases of existing models, but they've been released in a Kill Team format. Sure, it's
1: like smaller boxes. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, small boxes. And, and what I quite like is you can get like a team, like Space Wolves, mm-hmm. um, and you get a couple of Space Wolf Marines, but you also get a bit of terrain in the team. Oh, And then that's your neat. rules. Yeah. yeah, I like that. So if we all went out, for example, and bought a team, we'd have enough terrain to probably put on a game as well.
0: I think this is one of the reasons why these skirmish... They're, they're really starting to push these skirmish games, right? <coughs> it's because... You know, as great as uh, Age of Sigmar and Warhammer 40k are, they're significant investments Mm -hmm. for someone who's just getting into the hobby. Something like Kill Team, you buy a a squad of five guys. I don't know what the recommended retail price on these are, but I imagine it's fairly modest compared to what you're going to sink into for an army for 40k. It's a good platform into getting into the hobby, so I think I think it's a really good idea. I, it doesn't surprise me in the slightest that they're, they're revisiting this space. Have they announced a release date?
2: No, no, this oh. is a is the thing. They've they've just kind of let this information out, and it is through the, the Warhammer community, so it is official, um, but they've not stuck a release date on it, at least not at the time of this recording. Mm-hmm.
0: We'll see. We'll keep you guys posted as and when further details get released by Games Workshop. Right, yeah. So now that we've uh, covered off uh, the news, uh, we're going to talk about pre-release. However, as you normally do at pre-release, you get given a couple of prize packs.
1: Oh, how, uh, how well did you do, Josh? How many prize packs did you get?
0: We we all got two, Ewan. <laughs> That's we all got two. Yeah. However, what I've done is, uh, I thought it'd be fun to save mine, and we're going uh, to open them up, and uh, let's do like a little pack one, pick one. Let's say if we're drafting this set, what would you guys go for?
2: I like the fact you said we're gonna open up but you're like hoarding this like it was your last meal. You're just hoarding it. Do you know what? No, no. You,
0: know, I, 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 you
2: go ahead. You go ahead.
0: Right. Okay. You're I, sure. I, if you're handing out, I'll do it. Yeah. Come on, right. Oh, really you, cool. Right. Okay, get, get up. Get up close to the mic. I am sure. Okay. Now these
1: am. are being opened okay. live. Insert pack opening sound effect now. MP3. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, Here we go. Right. Oh. Right. Okay. So let's
0: go. Let's go through each one. Kay. And we'll at the end, we'll decide which, which one are we going to take for our
1: draft. Right, well, my knowledge of Magic the Gathering is extensive. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it reaches back as far as M19. Yeah. Uh, That's this set. That is this set. <laughs> that is this set. Core 19. Uh, we have a, a lovely Catalyst Elemental. Catalyst so Elemental. I actually
2: drafted this one uh, today. <clears throat> um, it's not great.
0: <laughs> so for for uh, 1 red and 2 colourless mana you get a 2-2 two, two elemental
1: sacrifice catalyst elemental add red red I can tell you one thing uh, in my decks where I was, spl- in my deck where I was splashing colours mm-hmm. it only cost 1 red mana and you get 2 red mana the number of times I was sat there at the stop, waiting on the red, waiting on the bus to turn up, and it just, I just—I was never drawing what I needed. Yep. So that, that seems pretty cool. Uh, okay, I don't rate it, but no, that's fair. I mean, as as you can see, my extensive knowledge says that's a good card. <laughs> so, let's. So, what have we got next? Next up, Lich's Caress. Lich's Caress, black,
0: black, and <clears throat> three colorless. Destroy target creature. You gain three life. Uh, removal spells are always great rule of thumb and this is unconditional removal as well it is a sorcery uh, which means you can't do it on your opponent's turn but otherwise this this is a solid card
2: I drafted this one as well I drafted
0: yeah.
1: this, uh, <laughs> there we go I, was, uh, I, was well, playing, I say I drafted
0: no? I picked yeah you yes. picked
1: it in your pool I was playing white, black, green which I believe is Abzan uh, yes I don't know what that means but it was Abzan uh this saved me a couple of times mm-hmm. from oh yeah. yeah yeah uh removal is awesome yes And th- another one that saved me uh inspired charge inspired charge is white white and two colorless instant
0: creatures you control get plus two plus one until end of turn so this is a very common uh, effect that you'll see in limited uh the sort of um Inspiring uh, presence where you buff all of your creatures all at once. Is this
1: what's known as a combat trick?
0: Yes, uh, except normally combat tricks only affect one creature. This you know affects what, all of your guys. What I really like about this card is the artworks by
2: Wayne Reynolds, and he's one of my favorite artists. He does a lot yeah. of Pathfinder art as well. So
0: you know the 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 pool of artists they use for Magic the Gathering is insane. Like the sheer volume of different how ta- like different talent they, they pull in for that game mm. uh, and it's it's a really cool piece of art actually it's it's such a shame because it's it's a common card right and it's probably not one that will see competitive play mm. but at the same time it's it's really nice that you know they, they put that much effort into a card like this as they would
1: like a top tier yeah. card that's definitely pushed for comp play this is another one that I picked and I used that a couple of times mm. in my second game my opponent was uh, my opponent was, I imagine, pretty new, like myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, I managed to catch him out with this one. Mm-hmm. But my third game, I actually played against like a, a really good player. Mm-hmm. And when I attacked with all my creatures, and he was like, well, I, I can beat all these. I goes, oh, oh, oh I, yeah. I've been caught out. And I was sitting there with all my open mana. He went, I know what you've got in your hand, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next card is, uh, I would say this, We've already got removal in this pack, but one of the ones that you'd probably think about drafting, Druid of the Cowl.
0: Druid of the Cowl is green and one colorless for a uh, one-three elf. Uh, you can tap it to add green mana. Right. It is as we uh, as what is known in the business as a mana dog. Um, uh, yes, I did not know that. There we go. There we go. You've, you've learned something.
2: Every day is a school day.
0: Every day. Is I, I like this.
2: It's classic green. You know, yes, elf. Tap for mana, decent bit of defense on it. I know you're a fan as well. I, I,
1: I'm a big fan as well, and uh, mm-hmm. I can imagine you are too. With yeah. the whole Tom mana ring, that's, that's it. In. That's what I'm all about. Ma- Zero oh, mana, oh, mana ring. Wow, mana ring. Wow. I'm, not, <laughs> not I'm not here to take Scott's throne. <laughs> you don't, Pop. You're not even. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'd do it again <laughs> yeah. in a heartbeat. Yeah. The next next awesome card, divination. For divination. Blame. Classic, uh, blue and two-color sorcery. Draw two cards. No
0: conversion. Amazing. Like the, the, Whenever I play any game that's based with cards, whenever I read, draw more cards, I know this is good.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think divination's a classic for that. It's, mm. it's a good, you know, you're not trading anything off for it, you're not discarding anything, it's just straight card draw. Free mana.
1: Yeah, can't really go wrong with it. Exactly. Next up, Sparktongue Dragon. Sparktongue Dragon.
0: I, I used this in my pool, and it Sin. proved quite uh, useful. Red, red, and three colorless for a 3-3 three, three red dragon. Uh, so far, a little, little below par. However, so it has flying. But when Sparktongue Dragon enters the battlefield, you may pay two colorless and one red. When you do, it deals three damage to any target. So this is effectively... A three-three flyer, which while well, isn't massive, decent enough. Got a bit of evasion to it, but it's also uh, when you have enough mana, a removal spell in one. So, like a, a lightning bolt.
1: Yeah, maybe that's why it's the you know the spark tongue. Ah, uh-huh. ah. Uh-huh. So you've got a little no, lightning no, thing coming no in nothing coming. Nothing gets past you. No, so. no.
2: Did you use the secondary build? Because yes. I had this in my deck, and I used it a couple of times. Yes. Um, it's a trickier one to get off because of the full cost, because you need eight mana in total but it
0: is good it's it i think it's worth it because you're usually killing something with yeah. it and so you're effectively you're getting a new creature on the board and you're getting rid of one of theirs uh-huh. so it's a two for one yeah so that's pretty decent
1: next up the bin of my deck, the bog stomper the bog <laughs> stomper oh black black and four colorless for just a 6.5 six, five. it's just a six-five beast. That was my that was my win condition in my, head, <laughs> in my <laughs> Bring out a six-five. It looks as dumb as it is. It's basically it if if a crocodile and a hippo had a baby uh, and lay in my hand long enough to grow grass on its back. Yeah, uh, <laughs> which it did. Yeah, uh, yeah, not great. Mm. I, I
2: had this and I, I did use it in my end game and I didn't mind it. It's not great, it's certainly no. not the best caustics you're gonna be dropping, but it's okay. If you're I was I was quite black centric, so it was easy for me to get out. I didn't have the same sort of well, when I had mana it was mm. easy for me to get out, I didn't have the same difficulties.
1: Black was like the second of my colours. Mm. Yeah. So getting that second black wasn't always A given. Yeah. yeah. That's a that's a fine art when it comes to these sealed events and Aye. even drafting is how much mana of each color do you take? Yes. Because they're not. I mean, one of my games, I, I drew all my black stuff and only had white mana, and I said, What's going on here? I mean,
0: as you, as you kind of point out, Bowser, it's it, it, it's maybe not the win condition that you want, but it might end up being the win condition that you need. Yeah, it's like the so, Batman. Uh, the ba- <laughs> uh, Batman <laughs> of weird hippo. Hippo <laughs> <laughs> <The laughs> bat- crocodile <laughs> monsters. Yeah. <laughs> what we got next? Next up is Lava Axe. This is lava classic. Axe! This is old school, this. This I think is it's even the same art. Yeah, yeah, they have not changed the art for a long time for this. This is red and four colourless mana. Lava Axe deals five damage to target player or planeswalker. Number of times I wish I had this. Yeah. Um, it, it can't target creatures, mm. is the only thing. So you're spending five mana just to deal damage to someone's face. Probably not the best for for that reason. It's not. It is a classic
2: card, mm-hmm. um, and it does have its uses. But it's
1: not what I would draft.
2: No, I would not. I wouldn't go for it um, in favor of some of the other things. Like even I'd probably pick like Spark over this, mm-hmm. um, which is a lot lower damage but much more useful. Oh, oh yeah, lower
1: cost too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Next up is Invoke the Divine. Invoke
0: the Divine is white and two colorless. For instant, destroy target artifacts or enchantment, you gain four life. Very niche. See, this this is actually a reprint uh, and it was reprinted recently. It was in Dominaria the previous set. And in this that set, it was excellent because there were a lot of artifacts and enchantments just kicking around.
1: So this I, is one of these cards that I put in my sideboard. Uh-huh. Uh, you see, there's a term I learned yeah. recently. Uh, it sat there, and when I got my face beaten by a guy with lots of enchantments, it came yeah. in. And it was useful. I, every time I had that in my hand, I found a use for it.
0: Yeah, and it's probably it's one of these ones where if you're in white, uh, <coughs> you want to have access to it. But you probably don't You don't want it in your main deck usually, and we're probably not first picking it. Yeah, I'd, I'd sideboard it at best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, what have we got next? Next up is Gearsmith Guardian. colorless. Guardian. Five colourless for an artifact creature construct. Gearsmith Guardian gets plus two, plus oh, as long as you control a blue creature. It is a three, five. 5-5 five, five for 5 5-5 five, five for 5 if, if you are in blue it um,
1: doesn't matter
2: what colour you're playing you want to play blue obviously yes but. I, I found this card to be the magic herpes of this set it is in every pack I have cracked <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sick to death is that, is, is that a thing or is that a Tom Mannering? <laughs> it's a Tom
2: Mannering <laughs> thing like just just stuff that gets everywhere and you can't get rid of it like this card just seems to pop a block and I mean it's common it's not like it's filling up a rare slot but yeah it's not very useful I don't play blue much so, uh, <laughs> much. I wouldn't. I wouldn't pick it.
1: <laughs> no. no one admits to it, at least. Okay. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. on record. Um, first of our uncommons. First, first of our, our uncommons. We're ramping up to the yeah. big reveal. Enigma Drake.
0: Enigma Drake is a red, blue, and colorless creature. The attack power is star. That's always interesting. For it has flying. Enigma Drake's power is equal to the number of instant and sorcery cards in your graveyard. That's blue red all over. It is. Um this this is a bit of a weird one. I can't imagine this being particularly good in sealed or draft. You're no, probably no. at tops gonna have in your entire deck maybe like eight. five. Yeah, eight eight and you're you're very heavy on spells. Yeah. Right. So getting that many of them into your graveyard, that's not gonna be easy.
1: Especially when you're wanting to play things on curve you want yes. to slay something every turn because like when I was playing 9 times out of 10 as long as I was playing something every turn my opponent generally wasn't mm-hmm. and if I could put something down every turn I would just have more things than beat them up yeah.
2: but to play a devil's advocate to that point it's only a 3 cost it's got 4 defence it's a flyer even if it's only running 2 attack it's not a bad defence card in the air and it can still chip down
1: so, and, it'll, and it'll get bigger as time goes by yeah as yeah. you defend it or uh, clear board with your spells then it's only getting more powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I
2: mean
0: it's it's certainly not the best card but I wouldn't be against including it's it. probably and it, it's definitely not the worst card in the pack but uh, to me this is more angled at like casual constructed mm-hmm. magic where you you are building a deck that has lots of you know instants and
1: sorceries in it going away from Sealed and draft play. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a ton of dragon stuff in core 19. Yes, and unfortunately, this is a Drake. I know so it's it such a tease, in. yeah, such a tease. That would be
2: awesome. It's like, I could be a dragon,
1: but I'm, I'm not, I just don't have the front arms. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, second. Oh, the second, the Uncommon. second
0: of the uncommons,
1: Aegis of the Heavens. Did uh, I say that right?
0: Yeah, I, I believe so. This ages, is ages. I, I think it's Aegis. This is a white and colourless for an instant. Target creature gets plus one, plus seven until end of turn. This is, uh, as we were saying earlier, a combat trick. Mm.
1: A sort of reverse combat trick.
0: Yeah, you're probably using it more to uh, save a creature than you are to push damage through. Yeah. Uh, the fact that it only buffs the power
1: of your creature by one, that's not great. <laughs> I mean, if, if, if you need seven... Power to save your creature in combat. Mm. They're probably not gonna. You're probably not gonna get over by one.
0: Aye. attack. Yeah. So it's um, yeah. I, I'm curious that this is uh, this is uncommon as well. Although I believe there's a rare card uh, which lets your creatures deal damage equal to their toughness.
2: So that could be a nice combo. So that's
0: that's probably what this is angled towards. But that's. Is that one Pretty of the dragons? Much. It's one of the dragons, yeah. I
1: think that's for defenders.
0: Yeah. Oh, is it just defenders as well? It's for walls. Um, Maybe. I may be wrong. Right. But, um, yeah, not not a great uncommon, to be
1: honest. Without having seen the rare, okay. uh, I think this next uncommon would be my pick. All right. Solely based on how much it beat my face. Let's see it. Blanchwood Armor. Oh... This
0: is, uh, yes, because this did similar things to me as well. So this is green and two colourless for an enchantment aura, enchant creature, enchanted creature
1: gets plus one, plus one for each forest you control. In 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 Sealed, people took it. There was a lot of forests going down. There was Mm -hmm. a lot of white green from what I've seen. It was still good. In Draft, you probably have the card pool to play just green.
0: Yeah, you might be able to uh, just get into the uh, mono green deck. Um, my opponent played this on a hexproof creature, so oh, I couldn't God. kill it. Uh, it was horrible. <laughs> it, this this thing was like a ten <laughs> yeah. ten towards
1: the end of the game. So yeah, uh, I had I had an opponent that mm-hmm. uh, had this on one creature and then had a, like his planeswalker buffing the rest of his field and he got, he got he had something like an 11 10. Mm-hmm. and you're just like come on mate there's no way to get rid <laughs> put, of it put
0: me out of my misery let's get invoke the diviner <laughs> in. <Yeah. laughs> I had to sideboard that
1: yeah. okay what's our rare uh... the final the, our rare oh. today yeah oh. oh Goreclaw Terror of Calcima this, oh, this guy I know this guy this guy familiar was my... with his work yeah, this yeah. guy He's
2: a
0: big fan of his work. He's a a glass. Um, This was in my pool as well. Um, It is uh, green and three colourless for a legendary creature, Bear. Creature spells you cast with power four or greater cost two colourless less to cast. Whenever Gorrclaw, Terror of Calcisma attacks each creature you control with power four or greater gets plus one plus one. Endgame's trample until end of turn. That's why. And it, it is a 4-3. So I wasn't playing green in my deck. Uh, it just didn't quite work out. If I was, this card would be in it in a heartbeat. That um, just
1: wins you the game if you've already got a board.
0: Yeah. And the great thing is... like, So supposing this is pack one, pick one in a draft. You take this guy, first pick. And then you're just thinking, right, I'm going to be the green fatty deck. Right. Mm. And just get all the big creatures, focus on mana ramping into them, uh, and this guy helps perfectly with it.
1: Interestingly enough about this is that Mm -hmm. they've they've put this on a bear, this this 4-3 bear that buffs all of his friends that are 4 or higher, Mm -hmm. but as far as I'm aware bears are not standardly 4 power. No,
0: no. Bears are normally tutus,
1: But this isn't a standard bear though. This is a legendary bear. Oh, like, this is a, a named with, bear. But he can't off his bear friends. <laughs> no, but this is this is Goreclaw. He's like he's a big he's a big deal. He has, has, uh, are you saying that Gorklaw's went so far that he no longer hangs around with his bear yeah. friends? Yeah, he's like he's up well, Yeah, he,
0: You know, he, he hung out with them originally, but then he went to a gym, got swole, and now he's hanging out with all his other
1: like, like all his gym, gym friends and you know, all all his other four, like, four dragons. Powers angels and worms and like, all that stuff you know? all the other beers who just wish they could be as big as <laughs> Goreclaw <laughs> Claw. he
2: stands above them literally
1: I like my favourite part of this is that he gives if their power four or greater they get plus one plus one so he can't even bring them up to his level he just <laughs> has to look down at them as all of him him and his swole friends get bigger <laughs> this guy's an asshole <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not drafting Goreclaw well, as a matter of principle as a matter of principle he's too long a title as well his title's longer than his name <laughs>
0: You can't trust someone who gives them gives themselves a title on He came than up is. with that title and yeah. said, Where
1: even is Cal Sisma?
0: Yeah. Um I'm not too clued up on the, the lore of Magic the Gathering, I'm sure. One of our listeners let us know where Cal Sisma is. Just to
2: point out, it's apparently a sheet.
0: <laughs> Apologies, <laughs> Miss
1: Claw.
2: <laughs> you don't want to know how she got that name, so apologies,
1: oh, oh, go. Ms. Goreclaw. Uh, 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 yeah, just Ms. Claw. Uh, s- still a dickhead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, if you're not taking Goreclaw
1: out, of principle, what are you taking? Oh, I, I've right. called, I, I I don't know. I, don't know. The, If you, if you take, if you take Goreclaw, you're sort of sitting there waiting for the pack to go around going. <laughs> please, please, still be in there, Blanchard armor. Yeah, I uh, think,
2: I think for me, if this is my first pack, I'm going to take Goreclaw. Yeah, it's too, it's Absolutely. too easy. Um, there's, it's a strong. There's card. So many good
1: green cards in this. Yeah, pack, so yeah,
0: isn't... yeah. The uh, druid of the cowl is uh, definitely si- like decent. You're, uh, you're tapping
1: but... for mana, and then Goreclaw making everything mm-hmm. cheaper to play yeah. as well. Yeah, there's uh, a couple of good four power creatures like the. Uh, there's there's a charging boar I think mm-hmm. for, uh, uh, something bristling sort of, bristling boar bristling it? boar it's four power uh four power for I think it was four or mm-hmm. maybe even three uh, only one creature can block it but I mean if you're getting it for two less that's crazy that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah right uh, it, it's definitely
0: go claw but um, Leech's caress with if, if I was if I was past this pack that's probably the card I'd be picking.
2: Mm. I'd I'd be looking at possibly divination as well mm. if I was if I was running blue I'm not saying that I would especially not on the record but if I was <laughs> you heard running it blue, here Tom, is... Tom
1: runs blue and he enjoys I have heard, heard he's got a Jace costume as
0: it don't talk about that that's, uh, so, that's just let's, for me let's dig that up. <laughs> so uh, how did we get on today gents at uh, so I went
2: uh, I won. I lost to one person he's sitting to my left hand side uh, Mr for, Bowers
1: thank you for the listeners that can't see this uh, I, no, I, I was, was building me. up to it I was, it was tension oh I see uh, but
2: yeah I won um, I did really watch every game that I won I won 2-0 um, yeah nice and I got uh, backhanded first round by, by Ewan uh, it was
1: probably the easiest game of Magic the Gathering of my life I would say that's, that's no, nice. no big deal no big deal uh, I, so, got, I got mana I got
2: mana host yeah. twice uh, it, which happens it and does it, happen.
1: and
0: this is uh, to be honest like, it, people can complain about it but this is a feature of the game right it's a little bit of a leveling uh, mechanic uh so what, what was your deck?
2: What? Uh, I was Rakdos, mm-hmm. so I was black and red. Uh I had funnily enough quite a few of these cards. I had uh, Lich's Caress in there, I had the dre uh, the Dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a dra- I had Dragon I had the Spartan oh, and Dragon. Four legs. Uh, I had the Catalyst Elemental I had the big guy with the grass on his back. Mm-hmm. It was an alright deck. It's not not my proudest deck. Uh, I didn't really get a lot of good pulls. Mm. Um, I was kind of relying on commons and uncommons to to carry me through. And I got quite <laughs> lucky in my last game. Yeah. Um, but I had, some, I had some decent opponents who had good games against. I enjoyed it. I thought uh, Comic Crazy was a good venue to play at. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people there seemed decent. Uh, and it was a, a good atmosphere it was quite
1: small uh there's only 12 of us I think
0: yeah which was quite nice I thought
1: mm. um, it, it, the, the previous pre-release they were absolutely stowed yeah it must yeah, have been that, at least
0: 30 people at that pre-release yeah. so um, I, I was really impressed with Comic Crazy as well actually very like nice airy stuff mm. I believe it used to be a bar uh, a while ago the Chinese so. restaurant as and well. then Chinese restaurant yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's it's had some career changes that building yeah.
1: <laughs> so uh but uh, no uh, I was I was very impressed so I think people shouldn't be put off by the fact that St Paisley because it's sufficiently close to the train station that you don't you have can, to mingle with the locals. You can, you you can, can pretend run. it's not in Paisley. Yeah, it I could be I any train station. I, I
0: don't know how many of our listeners are based in Paisley, guys, but we could be offending a significant number of the Unlucky Frog listener base. Good. <laughs> well,
2: just, just on that note, I lived in Paisley for a long time, so I've done my time there. I feel it like I've really sure. the right to... To, to take to my shots it. Yeah. yeah okay what about you Josh yeah. how, how did you find what did you go yeah, for yeah
0: I so I uh, put together a red white deck a Boros Boros uh, mostly driven by the fact that I opened a Jarni uh, the Planeswalker really strong card and yeah it was uh, quite an ag- quite an aggressive deck um, quite a lot of the knights in there and uh, a couple of the goblins and got one of my rares was the goblins uh, that goblin that buffs other goblins uh, so did you have the goblin motivator a goblin uh, instigator yes i did no 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 there's, there's the motivator well, and the instigator a, oh i didn't realize there was a so mister
2: motivator so the goblin, goblin motivator is a cost 1 uh, mm. and you can tap him to give any creature
0: haste
1: so he, oh, as yeah. everyone's
0: running onto the board he's like, come on guys, come yeah, on guys, get in there I'm picturing him dressed like Mr Motivator, you know, in that 90s sort of spandex That says uh, more about bands. you than it does about that card to be honest <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that I'll take that um, but I I uh, was very lucky today, uh, I won all three of my matches uh, all 2-1 and they're all rather close as well, that's, <laughs> has to be that's said brutal. but pretty pleased with how I did
2: uh, I mean, out of, out of three games to go, three for, for three is yeah, very yeah. respectable.
0: Yeah, and then Mr. Bowers, as you, as you said already, you were you were Abzan, You you, I you went absurd. into a third
1: color. It was risky for my mm-hmm. first ever sealed to go three colors. <laughs> I would say, but uh, I I read up a bit and I mm-hmm. heard that you can splash these things. I didn't find it too bad. Unlike Mr. Mannering, I never got hosed for mana. Mm-hmm. There was some times I was sort of sitting around going, "Come on, swamp! Come on, I'm waiting on you." But I, I'll never be punished when it comes to card games. I would always get it and yeah. get to play my like thing because you
2: trust in the heart of the
1: card. I do trust the, heart <laughs> of the cards primarily. The, 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 there is
0: one common bit of wisdom here. If uh, someone was to give you a choice of being good
1: or being lucky, always go lucky. You pick lucky every time. <laughs> so, so I went. I went two and one. Yeah, uh, nice. My fir- My first game. Uh, I, uh, Tom beat himself. Uh, as I sort of participated, uh, he has just, <laughs> just watched a man just curl up into the fetal position. I'm really glad you went two and one. I don't think we'd be sitting here talking if you hadn't. I was in a pretty low place at the end of that first game. I, I, I could feel
2: the rage sort of simmering. Um, the why?
1: <laughs> I wasn't sure how uh, I was. I wasn't sure how I was going to do. So going into that first game and sort of going, ah, oh, my deck's playing really well. And, like looking across the table at like nothing going down <laughs> and no mana going down. I goes, I'm not sure if this is going well or if I'm... But I was curving out. I was throwing creatures down. Uh, at the second game, I won that 2-1 uh, against a guy who, yeah, as I said previously, 11-10s and just enchantments everywhere yeah. and huge dudes, but I just went super wide because mm-hmm. I was playing white yeah. uh, and blocked everything. He, had, he was green with no trample yeah uh, and yeah. then uh, third game mm. I played against the guy who uh, came first mm-hmm. and I got absolutely smashed there's well, no two ways you, about if it if you're going to lose to someone lose to the guys
0: who's won the whole thing to be fair yeah
2: if you beat him you you'd probably would have come first as well
1: oh I, I couldn't not come first yeah. mm-hmm. there, you there, go. We yeah. are. there we are well yeah. like you went two ones I got two in my first game oh, you're Thomas. welcome <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was all good I didn't draw anything good particularly mm-hmm. I was I had a couple of rares in the deck but I found that relying on my little common dudes and having a core of very similar common dudes I mean mm-hmm. I'd read up before and I was like okay if I see that I'll play this colour if I see that I'll play yeah. this colour none of that came up I nope. just got dudes, and I was like, "Okay, dudes, we're, we're playing with you, I guess." The big the B team. The the, the, <laughs> the big difference with you know doing
0: a pre release where you, you you're just doing sealed you, uh, you you're, you get given six packs and a promo card that you can play as well. Finger tossed. Yeah, I. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, you get given six packs. Uh, the big difference between that and draft. When you you know you're taking a pack, you're picking one card and passing it to the next player. Is you can build a much more refined deck yeah. in draft. You can you can build if you want like a super aggressive uh, deck that you know tops out like four mana or mm. something ridiculous like that. So this was, this was actually your first Magic Gathering pre-release? For a
1: long time. It's my first pre-release. Yeah. My first event in a long time. I played a little bit at Theros. Mm-hmm. A little bit. I went to some drafts, got beat up and got cards. Uh, not physically. Uh, yeah. Uh, but emotionally.
0: Emotionally.
2: So you made it sound a bit like you went there to get beat up and people gave you cards. For That's the, what I was looking for. The physical <laughs> <laughs> abuse. That's what <laughs> I was
1: looking for. It, yep. it scratched it's both of our edges. Not, 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 not weird at all. <laughs> not not, <laughs> not good weird goodness. at all. Strange.
2: Magic Fight Club. Yeah. <laughs> that's
0: it. Um, so, so uh, what's what's piqued your interest again? What? Why? Why
1: have you come back? They're doing a lot of promotion for mm-hmm. new players. I've seen that. Uh, there's a lot of like their new decks coming out, like the, the planeswalker decks. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's a common thing. I'm, i get, It's getting pushed in my face. Right. Okay. Primarily, <laughs> I'm seeing a lot. No, and maybe it's because I'm involving myself in it, but I'm getting a lot more. Mm. advertising splashback yeah if you know what I mean you, 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 the marketing strategy is working it is working I am I am the target market good, good job yeah. uh, Wizards of the Coast What's PR the cl- you're doing yeah, a good, good job. job I I am I'm a nerd in my mid-twenties with money yeah I yeah. am the perfect person to bring oh into. yeah
2: I think this is a good set for, for bringing new people in because it's gone back to sort of Magic's origins a little bit mm. you know you've got Red is Goblins and Dragons Black is zombies and skeletons, you know, greens beasties elves, and elves uh, and, and yeah. so on and so forth. So it's a nice intro set with some cool cards, some nice mechanics, nothing too complex, nothing too mm-hmm. sort it's, of
1: it seems to be like the standard yeah. planeswalkers as well. So yeah. and the, the the big guy, the big yeah. nickel bolus is the arch yeah, enemy. The the big bad. Yep. Yeah. Um, so uh, it does it does kind of it does feel like the yeah, back to basics. Yeah, a lot of the cards are are very simple, which mm-hmm. I appreciate. There's no, yeah. there's no set mechanics mm-hmm. attached to it. So mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's the perfect thing for me to get in, mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm excited to play some uh, sort of limited to Core Nineteen stuff and build on my collection from there. There we go.
0: Good there throw. we go.
1: Do, could you could either of you see yourselves
0: getting into like the competitive scene at all? No. No. <laughs> I, 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 Good talk. Good, talk. <laughs> Good conversation. <laughs> I've,
1: I have some experience playing with some competitive players uh, at some of my favourite local game stores mm-hmm. that shall not be named. Uh, I, I, a lot of it left me. Uh, Emotionally scarred. Uh, <laughs> you were trying to find a like a delicate way of putting that, and no, then it, just went whoom. <laughs> no, a, a lot, a lot of it was uh, some, some of these players out there. Uh, be, be nice to each other, guys. They, yeah, I mean, we went to Battle Bond. I think that's really what got me back in. We yeah. went to the 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 their, their, their dual, yeah, format. two-headed giant, two-headed yeah. giant. Yeah. We went to a uh, two-headed giant thing. Me and Tom had a good time. We had a yeah. good innings. I think we went. 1 uh, and 2 1
2: and 2
1: yeah. we, we beat we beat, did you we have, beat someone did you beat have friend. fun we had some
2: fun yeah. we, had, we had some fun some fun, fun. Yeah. I would <laughs> say it
1: was great yeah. I had a great time drafting I had a great time talking shit with people yep. uh, and it was when it came to actually gaming some of the players were uh, a little less than ideal a bit condescending not even condescending maybe a little condescending a
2: little condescending a little overbearing yeah. So the, the best way to put it the, the thing that puts me off competitive format is it. it to me it can feel quite sort of a, a closed scene mm-hmm. and if you're not up to par um, you can be kind of looked down upon and for me it's not what magic's about I like kind of the narrative I like playing with people I know mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't mind meeting new people and, and getting involved with them but I want to feel comfortable um, and I just want to have fun and play out some cool scenes.
1: I'm all about the kitchen table yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, we're sitting around it right now. Yes, I <laughs> uh, imagine we're going to play some magic as well. Yeah. Uh so maybe <laughs> the cards are I've still. Here, but... I've, st- I've still got my uh, pre-release deck. Oh, together I've tore it down. So... I've tore it down. Oh, I've got to get wow. the rares out from my new trade binder. There we go. What, what about what? you? Has this pulled you back into the competitive scene?
0: No. Um, I, <laughs> so there you go, folks. <laughs> yeah. No. Absolute no, failure. I, 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 I I I feel like I've been there and done that yeah. like I, I. What's your history with magic? Uh, so I've been I've been playing since uh like properly I would say since 2013. So for about five years now, and a couple of years uh, I did make a bit more of an effort with like competitive magic. Like I would go to like the pro tour qualifiers like. Went to a couple of competed in a couple of the Grand Prix as well, which are the, the very big tournaments. Uh, you know, hundreds are those of different open players. entry anyone can turn on. Yes, or? yes, they are. Uh, the the closed entry ones, the, the pro tour itself, you, you need to earn uh, a place on it. So, is that what that number was? We got, yeah, you get your yeah, you, you get happened. a DCI number and that that tracks your your record basically am I going to have
1: DCI points yeah
0: no no, honestly right you'll be able to log on to a website you'll Mm -hmm. be able to and you'll be able to go and see your entire magic career well I mean I
1: went I, I came third yeah, that's, that's good. We're, 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 this may be the start. You hear it here, right? There now. we
0: go. It's the start of a professional Watch this curve. space, yeah. right? Yeah. Ewan Bowers, world champion. It I may think, happen.
2: I think the thing is, we, we all had a good time. We're all mm-hmm. psyched about the set. We're psyched about the game. Maybe not psyched about the, the competitive scene, but that's not necessarily what it's about. You get what you want out of it. So I'm
1: excited yes. to go back to Comic Crazy and maybe try some drafts. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, it seems definitely. like where the fun is. Definitely. definitely.
0: Yeah. Right. And with that note, I think that's all we've got time for. So, uh, Tom, Ewan, thank you very much for joining us on the podcast. It's been a pleasure. Always yes. a pleasure. Uh, we're glad to have both of you back at some point in the future. Uh, and guys at home, thank you very much for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye.
2: Sign off phrase. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's
1: my thing. <laughs> Hi there guys, I hope you enjoyed the episode, this is Ewan Bowers for the Unlucky Frog Gaming Podcast. Executive producer, uh, I believe that's my title, I believe I put enough into the Patreon. You too can put money into the Patreon, it's highly recommended, it helps these guys out. But if you're too cheap, there's always the Twitter and the uh, the Facebook page, you can get those on uh, just searching Unlucky Frog Gaming. And there's also a website, www.unluckyfrog.com. I want to be a producer.
0: You can't. There can only be one producer, Tom.